Sooner fans, Longhorn Nation, welcome to episode 48 of the Boomer Bebo podcast, the only podcast exclusively dedicated to covering the greatest rivalry in college football, the University of Texas and the University of Oklahoma. I'm with my man, Kevin Miller, the biggest Longhorn fan in the history of the world, and myself, John Whitson, a proud member of Sooner Nation. Kevin, I have my hat forward on the uh, YouTube video today for anybody that's watching um, because my cousin called me and said that when my hat is backwards, I look like a Muslim terrorist with my um, with my beard on. That's an interesting choice of words there. Yeah, I don't know if he's making fun of me or Muslim terrorists or both. Um, I don't even know. I was, I was upset by it, but at the same time, I recognize feedback when I get it. You know what I mean? So I think I go, I think I go hat forward. Did, did that ever occur to you? Did Muslim terrorists ever occur to you when we've been recording the last 47 episodes? No, not once. It really sucks too, because I like to go hat backwards to kind of like, it's kind of like my last vestige of youth. You know what I mean? When I think of like athletes with their hat backwards, I think of like Ken Griffey Jr. at the uh, yes. home run derby in the late 90s. Dude was always went. Where was that? No, I think it was later than that. I think it was like 96, like 97. Yards? What was that at? Yeah. And dude, he had his hat backwards and it was like, man, he's the coolest guy alive. Coolest dude ever. Absolutely, uh, man. He still is. Apparently, I am not the coolest guy alive. Apparently, I cannot pull off the hat backwards, at least on YouTube. Maybe in real life. Who knows? Um, in other news, former Texas Longhorn basketball great Kevin Durant has been traded from the New Jersey Brooklyn Nets to the Phoenix Suns for... 37 first round picks, I think, and um, a couple of players. What do you think about Kevin Durant going to the Suns? Well, I think it makes Phoenix an instant title contender. The West is wide open, right? You got Denver, who has questions, right? Jokic is the best player, but they've got questions. Memphis is still young. So they were already, what, the fourth or fifth seed. And then you add this guy to the team. I think it makes them an instant. And then you didn't have to give up. Aiden, you didn't have to give up Chris Paul or Devin Booker. If I'm a Phoenix Suns fan, man, I'm I'm fired up right now. Is the only reason you can be fired up is if you're if you're a Suns fan is that Kevin Durant does not have to be the best player on the court. Like that's he he should be the best player, but yeah. he's not going to be the best player. Devin Booker is the best player. Aiton might be the second best player. And then it's a toss up between Chris Paul and Kevin Durant. And Chris Paul is clearly the leader of the team. So at best, all you need is Kevin Durant to be the fourth best player. And that's probably where he's at. No way. In in terms of no, leadership no, no, no. and maturity. Yes, I think I'm correct. No, no, no. He's the best player on that team. Yeah. Okay. If he would you do you think he's the second best player in the league still? Behind LeBron? I don't know about that. I don't know if he's the second best player in the league, but he's, I think he's still a top five player in the league. That was 29.7 points a game. Then why, isn't, why is New Jersey already rebuilding? 
Why, why are they already? Why have they already given up on the Kevin Durant experiment? Why could they not even? If they made the, play, I guess they made the playoffs last year and lost in the first round. I mean, mm-hmm. they're terrible. They were terrible. They, they were are. terrible in, in Brooklyn, and he's they being traded because they could not win. And he's only going to be able to be successful because he doesn't have to be the leader and he doesn't have to be a player they depend on. Really? Because Golden look State, at, they depended hey, on him. Look at Golden State. They didn't depend on him. They had Steph Curry. They had Klay Thompson. They had Draymond Green. They had yeah, all these the other players. Player on the team. He was not the best player. That's the beauty of it. Yes, is he he's was. full of everybody. He is well, not he the best player. <laughs> he should be the best Y'all player. Still, you're still mad. You're still, and I get it. You're, you're okay, still look. mad. You're still bitter, and I and I get it. But he is I the never, best player on that team. And he was the best player on the Warriors. No. In, that's not true. Well, first of all, he was the best player. Steph Curry was the best player and is the best player on the Warriors. Kevin Durant. Look, here's the problem with Kevin Durant is he should be the best player. He should be the best player in the league. If you asked me to design a basketball player and you said, John, make him make his height, and his handles, and his defense, and his shooting, and his athleticism, and his agility, and any other physical trait, you would come up with Kevin Durant. He's a better shooter than LeBron James. He's a better mm-hmm. defender, I think, than um, than a lot of players are given credit for, definitely like a Steph Curry or something like that. He's a great basketball player, but you can't count on him is my point. I say all this because you cannot count on him. You couldn't count on him when when he was in the Thunder player. You definitely couldn't count on him as a net. So why why do you think because he was with Golden State for two years that you could count on him? Not true. Three years. The only reason they won is because of Steph Curry. That's the only really? reason. Really? Well, he's a nice complimentary player. He's a he's a fifth, nice third he's a option. Top fifteen player of all time. No. Yes, he absolutely no. is. Listen, we're gonna have a whole po- we're gonna dedicate a whole podcast to this coming up soon. Look, and I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna give you so many reasons as to why he's averaging 29.7 points. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They don't it win. It doesn't matter. If they don't win. The old, they're gonna win at Phoenix. I will. So you're blaming you him that. and not the other, not his weirdo teammate, dude. They didn't win for. They didn't win at the Thunder. He lost. He had to go to. He had to join. The only reason he has titles yeah, so is because he joined still, Golden you're State. Just bitter, and I get it. Right. Look, I, get I think it, the facts. I think the facts bear it out. The only reason he has titles is because he had to jump ship, which they should have beat Golden State to begin with. But anyway, they didn't. They should have jump ship. Yes. He had to go to Golden State. He had to ride Steph and Clay's coattails, and then he he didn't said, ride I'm going to his coattails on that. I'm going to venture out on my own, and he, it was a disaster. The Brooklyn experiment was a disaster. Can we it agree was on an that? Absolute. Oh, it was an absolute disaster. But it's not because of him. Are you serious? Why not? First of all, first of all, when he got there, he was still coming off the Achilles injury, right? He's got his weirdo teammate. He gets all the blame, and none of not his weirdo teammate Kyrie Irving Uh, plays a third of the game. First of all, I I can't believe you're making me go here because you know how I feel about LeBron James, who, by the way, congratulations on the all-time scoring record this past week. LeBron James figured out with Kyrie Irving because they won a title together. Oh, LeBron James, LeBron James. At, at at KD's age, because what's what's the difference in age right now? Um, I think it's about four years. LeBron's okay. thirty eight, and KD's thirty four. At thirty four, LeBron carried teams. He could carry his own team. Nobody else had to be there. Nobody else had to be there. And you know how I feel about LeBron. 
I am not a LeBron fan. Far, far from it. But if you're asking me to compare what LeBron can do with the team versus what KD would be able to do with the team, it's not even close. Not even close. You put, okay. Le- you put 34. Goes, hold on, hold on. Hold up, hold up. You put 34-year-old LeBron on the net, and they win a title. They win a title. When he got there, what did Kyrie do as soon as they won that title with Cleveland? That's when he started being weird. I don't want to be here anymore. Trade me. I want my own thing. I want my own thing. He went out and got his own thing. They hated him in Boston. I don't like it here. Then he goes to Brooklyn. They try to form this super team. He plays every third game or so. He's just a weirdo, man. He destroys well, teams. KD is a guy. Look, I think Phoenix is going to be the favorite in the West, and he will and be who, the best and player. And who on will that be? Team. And who will be their third or fourth option as a leader on that team? He won't. He's yeah, not a leader. Will, be. will you agree? That he's not a late a leader. He's not a leader on that team. The only reason they're going to succeed he doesn't have to be a leader on that team. Well, Chris Paul's a leader. I mean, so I don't think that's the and, only reason. And they Devin Booker's number two, and Devin Booker's number two, and it's probably number three. And, and again, I'm not, not the best player, though. KD will be the best player on that team. He's better than Devin Booker. And I love Devin Booker. Listen, I can't stand Kevin Durant. Uh, I know, I one of the, that. One of the weak – and you know what? Here's the thing, Texas fan, all of you listening, and you specifically Kevin Miller, this is what Texas players will do to the psyche of an Oklahoma fan, Okay is they will almost convince you that they're worth cheering for. They'll almost convince you that they don't suck as human beings. But then what they'll do is they're ready to crown them. Like, you're ready to say, you know what? Maybe Texas player isn't that bad. They'll do that weak-ass stuff that they did, that Kevin Durant did to the Thunder. And you're like, I knew it. He was a Texas player. I should have never trusted it. You wouldn't want to play with Westbrook either. What? Wouldn't want to play with Westbrook? Dude, Westbrook and him were a dy- that was a dynamic team, a dynamic Listen, team. Look, you can't win with that dude, and I love Westbrook. You can't, you can't know. win with him, man. You okay. can't. And I so love you're, you you're saying you're saying that Russell Westbrook is the reason he left, and not his wimpy, weak attitude, uh, competitive spirit. None of that. None of that came into play. It was all Russell Correct. Westbrook. Wrong. That was a huge part of it. The huge Wrong. part of it. Completely. He's the best player in the history of the Thunder, though. We can we can at least agree on that. And also solely responsible for the downfall of that franchise. They did not. Hey, they're have on the to way fall. back, though. Hey, listen, they're coming back. I'm not even a Thunder fan. They're coming back. This you know squad they have is nice. You know who's not coming back? Our San Antonio Spurs. They're nowhere. You better be. You might. You might want to be a. Th- you might want to be a Thunder fan for the next three or four up. years. Nah, you can't switch up, man. But hey, they might get win by Yama. Every time the Spurs have tanked, they've gotten the number one pick. They tanked and they got uh, Robinson. They tanked. They got Duncan. Hey, maybe they can get win by Yama. Uh, I can't talk about Kevin Durant anymore. He's terrible. The Suns. You know what, Suns? I hope you get what you asked for. That's what I hope you get. I, and I used to. And I would cheer for the Suns. NBA championship. I hope no, no. I hope you get utter disappointment because he's he's unable to compete at a high level because he's mentally soft and physically soft. He's soft. Y'all are just bitter. Um, what would what we really wanted to talk about before you derailed this conversation, Kevin? Is the Super Bowl's coming up? 
Um, I think the graphic is going to talk about the number of players OU and Texas have in the Super Bowl this weekend. Let's start with Texas. Let's go through the players from the University of Texas that are competing in the biggest game in the world. Go ahead. You're, you're, the floor is yours. Okay. All right. Absolutely nobody. Absolutely. You know what that equals? That equals the number of offensive linemen that have been drafted from Texas in the last 15 years. Am I right? Is that the same statistic? Um, no. No, that would be wrong. When did, did y'all draft an offensive lineman last year? Was it last year? Uh, we had Connor Williams a couple years ago. He was the second round. Now, if you say the first round, and then yes. Uh, Oklahoma. I got. I did not expect this to turn the way it did, but it, I, you know the conversation just goes where it goes. You know, um, Oklahoma six players, six players, and four starters. Uh, Jalen Hurts for Philadelphia. We are absolutely counting them this week. Lane Johnson, who is Oklahoma through and through. Uh, Creed Humphrey for the Chiefs. Orlando Brown for the Chiefs, and then backing up. Uh, and well, I don't know. James Winchester is their deep snapper, so I guess it's technically a starter. Yeah. On special teams. And then Blake Bell is, is on the active roster uh, last time I checked. So, you know. The Bell don't just. You know, Oklahoma is surprisingly has uh, the most of any player of any school represented with six, which I think is pretty cool. Um, it just sucks that we couldn't win anything while any of those players were on campus. Because that's a pretty good group of players right there. It is. It is, man. Lane Johnson especially came out of nowhere. What he uh quarterback come out of juco or something like that and made him into an offensive lineman it's pretty um, it's a pretty incredible story man he was a quarterback and then they brought him in to play tight end and the way bob stoops tells the story is he was doing okay as a tight end but he was almost starving himself to be a tight end and so bob went to schmitty and said what would it take to get lane johnson to play on the offensive line and schmitty said two weeks and about four cheeseburgers <laughs> and they put him yeah, on the offensive line. And now he's, I mean, he's going to be, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, right? Is that good? I mean, he, he's, listen, he's, he's had a great career. He's had a great career, man. I, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe Hall of Famer is too strong, but he's, he's a really, yeah. really good I mean, player. Trent Williams um, now. I mean, I know he's not in this game, but he's probably going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Listen, we've got to get back. Bill Beatonbow has to get back to, I mean, this is the understatement of the year, but you got to get back to having these kind of guys on your offensive line, the Creed Humphreys of the world, Lane Johnson, Orlando Brown, Trent Williams. Um, don't, that's what made Oklahoma as good as they were, you know, over the last 15 years. And we're not there. I mean, we're, we're not there. We do. We're going to talk about some of the combine guys. We had Wanya Morris, Anton Harrison. Those aren't those dudes unless some development occurs that we're not talking about them in the same breath as we are Lane Johnson, Humphrey, and um, Trent Williams. But uh, looking at the Super Bowl picks, the Eagles are favored by one and a half. Does that number surprise you? You know, it really doesn't. I'm really conflicted about this game, though, because when you look at the rosters, right, I look I look at it and I say, I think the Eagles are the better team. They got the better – I think they have the better D-line. I think they have the better O-line. But – then I look on the other side, and I see Patrick Mahomes, man. And, like, how do you bet against him? Well, here's the, here's the, the thought process in my mind. I, and I am, I'm going for the Eagles, I think. I think I'm going for the Eagles. My daughter is definitely going for the Eagles. I think I'm going for the Eagles. Um, 
But when you look at the, let's just look at the playoffs this year. Okay. The Eagles have beaten the Giants. Okay. And the yeah. 49ers on their fourth string quarterback. Right. And when we say four string, very, very much four string. Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, they were, they were literally considering rolling out Christian McCaffrey at um, running back for yeah, the second half. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, a quarterback for the second half of that game. So you had a sub, you had the the, the the Giants, Daniel Jones, whatever. They did make the playoffs. Dayball's doing a good job, et cetera. But that is not like some team that were that's just an, a killer. And then the 49ers, who were just offensively, they were broken, right? They just couldn't do it. Correct. Then you compare that to the Chiefs, who who played a surging Jags team with um uh Who's their quarterback? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, my name, the name. Trevor Lawrence, a surging team, playing with a lot of confidence and playing with house money. And then you got the Bengals with Joe Burrow and everything they brought to the table. Why? I just feel like the Chiefs are a little more battle tested. You got the experience, and their defense looks pretty good too when you consider who they're stopping versus the Correct. Eagles. I I don't know. And and then and then when you think about coaching, you know, you talk about when I when I pick team when I pick big games like this, I often look at best coach, best quarterback. And Sirianni's done fine this year. I mean, done really well this year. I mean, yeah, he's been great. I love, yeah, I love his energy. I love everything. But man, I still think I take Andy Reid over him, right? Yeah, I, I think so with the experience. But man, sometimes Andy Reid kind of screws up with the game, some of the game management stuff in certain situations. We've seen that too over the years. My biggest question is, can they protect Patrick Mahomes, right? That Super Bowl that they lost to Tampa Bay, the reason they lost that game is because he just got pressure all game on Mahomes, which forced him into doing some pretty crazy things with some throws. And I know his receivers let him down too, but he was never comfortable in the pocket. Yeah, but didn't they have some hurt? But didn't they have some hurt offensive linemen though? I think they have one hurt, but again – and that's when they revamped the offensive line, right? They drafted Creed Humphrey. They brought in your boy Orlando Brown from Baltimore to try to shore up the offensive line. I want to see if they can match up because Philadelphia, they have, what, 70 sacks this season? Um, I mean, that is an insane number. 70 sacks on the season. The over-under is only 51. So that's your other line to look at. So you've got Eagles by one and a half. Um, pick it. Pick the game. Man, I like the Chiefs, man. I can't bet against Mahomes. See, that's where I'm at, right? I mean, it's like you got Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and a pretty good defense. Maybe not as good as the Eagles, but it's not a slouchy defense, right? You know, they're not just no, – not at all. Outs- they're not, quote-unquote, outscoring the other team. They've got a pretty good defense that held – a very good Cincinnati team um, that, that let's face it, talk about their pass rush. The Bengals literally had to go away from Joe Mixon and not play him the entire game just to bring in an additional blocker. So this is a pretty good defense. I like yeah, the Chiefs. Chris Jones, man. Um, we had joked about this. We got some, we got some prop bets or some um, DraftKings calls this cross sport specials. Cross sport specials. This is between the NBA and the NFL. Okay. 
Okay, well, so look, these are based on the results from both deals happening, right? The that's NBA correct. result and the result in the Super Bowl. Okay. Which would you which would you take? LeBron James points, rebounds, and assists versus Portland or Jalen Hurts rushing yards? Oh wow. I would go with LeBron, man. I think I would take LeBron too. Um because points, rebounds, assists, let's see. Let's say he goes 30. I don't know, man, because that's if he does, if he has a triple double with 30, that's only 50. You don't think Jalen Hurts is oh rush attempts though. Oh Did you say rush attempts or rush no, yards? No, 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 rush yards. I'm sorry, I looked at the wrong one. Okay. Rushing yards. Yeah, no, I, I would say. But that's only that's only 50 yards. You still would take LeBron over 50 rushing yards by Jalen Hurts? Yeah, 50 yards is a lot for a quarterback, man. I kind of even, feel like even, even an athletic like even an athletic one like Jalen Hurts. I kind of feel like though, if Philadelphia is going to win, he's going to have to have more than fifty yards. Yeah, but I just I don't know, man. I don't know if I see that happening hmm. in this game. I just don't know okay. if I see it happening. All right, let me look at um, Jason Jason Ta- Jason Tatum of your Celtics versus Memphis. Okay, points, rebounds, assists versus total points in the Super Bowl. So total points in the Super Bowl, if the over-under is 51, they're saying points, rebounds, and assists versus 51 points, right? Okay, do we know who Boston's playing? Memphis. Memphis? And I'll go with the points in the Super Bowl. I'm going to say yeah, Tatum is plus 185, and the Super Bowl is minus 230. Yeah, I, I'm going with the Super Bowl there. I think so, too. I mean, Jason Tatum is a baller. I love watching him play. Okay, let's. well, then let's so stick with Memphis Jason. a good team. Let's stick with Jason Tatum. Uh, Jason Tatum assists versus Memphis versus Dallas Goddard receptions. I'll go, man, I'm, well, let me think. Nah, I'm going with Tatum again. Okay, and then the last one, Jaw Morant assists versus Boston versus Travis Kelsey receptions. Oh, I'm going Kelsey, man. I think you take Kelsey all day long. I think that's like the easiest bet of the ones I said. That's why I left it for last. he's just too reliable. And listen, Jaw might be one of my, top three favorite players in the NBA right now. He is so fun to watch. But, uh, yeah. Kelsey, man, he's just too reliable. Been doing it for oh. too long. Alright, so we both think the Chiefs win. We both think they cover. I don't know. I think if the Eagles are going to win, I think they have to have more rushing yards. So maybe that's, maybe that's especially from their, yeah. their quarterback. I think they have to have quarterback. Okay, so no Texas players in the Super Bowl. The next crop of First players. First time in like 25 years, by the way. Really? The next yeah. crop of players to to get back to the Super Bowl will include um, these players that have been invited to the Combine. Bijan Robinson, Roshan Johnson. Uh, help me out. Who's Coburn's first name? Uh, Keandre. Keandre, Keandre Coburn. Coburn uh, Mauro Ajomo. And then my favorite and yours, Demarion, DeMarvion. Overshone. 
Um, yeah. Where are they talking about these guys? Go- are they all going to go to the combine? And where are these guys slated right now in the draft? You know, from what I, I mean, I expect Bijan to go in the first round. I don't know where in the first round. I could see him going anywhere, you know, late in the top 10 to the end of the first round. It depends on the value they put. You know how the running back position is. It's been devalued uh, over the last decade or so. But I think he's just so talented. You have to pick him in the first round, right? And as far as the other guys, for Overshone, I think he'll probably go in the third round because um, he is he's really athletic, but he's really raw at linebacker. He came in as a safety, right? Played safety they, for two years. Do you think they drop him back to safety because of his size in the NFL? You know, I don't think so. It depends because right now I think that the NFL is going to go back to being more of a power league instead of a spread league like it has been over the past few years. So maybe, but I think he'll start off at a at linebacker. And then as far as the rest of the guys, I think they'll go later in the draft. Well, Roshan, I think he might go in the in the third round also. Maybe he has a chance to go into the second. As a running back? Roshan yeah, is, as a running back. I just don't know because he didn't get the touches, I don't think, to keep him on the, mm-hmm. on the second or third round. Like, I, I will be some – Maybe this is not this isn't, isn't meant to be a hot take, and and I I've liked Roshan all year. I think y'all know that. I, I this isn't. I just would be. I'm almost surprised if he gets drafted only because okay. he doesn't have the touches. Right? There's not that performance yeah. on film. He didn't have the film, but I really think he's a nice player. I think he's somebody that gets picked up and then becomes like a like a very dependable running back. If that makes sense. Makes um, sense. Yeah. I'll see. I, I still say I'm going to say third round right now. So we'll see what we hear though. Well, I mean, if he has a good combine, I think he goes to the combine. Bijan probably doesn't go to the combine, does he? Yeah, he might show up to do the interview processes and stuff, but I don't know if he'll run or or test or do anything like that. I mean, I think we we watch the tape, man. You know, you know what he, this guy can do. Um, OU players in the co- got him combine invites. Marvin Mims, um, Willis Gray. Wanya Morris, Anton Harrison, Jalen Redmond, Michael Turk. Um, you know, the ones that are that are interesting, Braden Willis is interesting to me because we've seen these really good players at OU in this kind of fullback, H-back, tight end position, and yeah. they don't really materialize in the NFL. Correct, yeah. It seems like a position that Lincoln Riley kind of just created for his for his offense, right? Um they had some good players there, right? Who, who was the first one? Um, the kid from he's from San Antonio, Churchill High School. Dimitri Flowers. Yeah, yeah him, Dim- he was good there. Um, um, Hall, Jeremiah Hall. Jeremiah Hall yeah. was a, you know these guys mm-hmm. are like they're like really good football players, and they do a lot. They 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 you know you receive, run, block, and it's just like you expect them to make it. But really, when you look at it out, the the best one of those players. Is Blake Bell at that position? Almost. I mean, not counting, uh, yeah. not not counting Mark Andrews. Obviously, that's on a different. Yeah, he was a traditional tight end. Yeah. He was a traditional receiving tight end. Um, but it's just interesting that those guys can't catch on. So Braden Willis will be another test case to see if that position can kind of make it in the NFL. I I can't see him getting. I hope he's drafted, and maybe you know I don't know if they've got him slotted later. Marvin Mims is the one that. I think could have made more money if he stayed a year. 
I'm sure a lot of OU fans think that, or maybe we just wish that. I don't see him getting higher than the third round. He just didn't have the year, I don't think. Yeah, but, you know, I think the scouts are only going to care about how he tests because the, produ- the production's been there, right? We know what he can do from an athletic standpoint. We know he has he can catch the ball. He can run really good routes. He's a deep threat. So but I don't think the, the scouts will care about that, especially with it being a new system that he was playing in. Aren't the drops – Aren't the drops going to keep him out of the first and second round, though? Maybe out of the first. But, I mean, let's see what he runs, man. If he shows up, he runs a 4-3. Well, dude, listen. <laughs> you he never was know, op- man. He was open a lot. But he. Um, yeah. then we've got our, we got our uh, offensive linemen, which I think will go higher than I think any of us expect, only because offensive linemen are always a premium. Redmond, I don't know. And then Michael Turk. How often do punters get drafted? He's a really good rare, one, though. man. He is. He's very good. I mean, he was the best, probably the best in the country this past year. So even if he doesn't get drafted, he's a guy that's going to have a good year. I mean, I think um, who's the guy that uh, Texas had a few years ago? Kid from Australia. I don't know why I'm, I'm crapping out of his name, but um, he got drafted by the Seahawks. I think in the fifth round. And well, he's had a the, great career for them so far. Here's the deal: Turk's leg strength is undeniable. Like I, I mean, he yeah. could just rip it, but. His placement wasn't the best. Like kicks inside the 20, I mean, his touchback numbers were way too high. Way too high. Okay. And so I I don't know what that means in the NFL. I don't know if they, you know, what they look at, if they just look at leg strength and they can coach placement. I was just, I mean, he, so many, and maybe it was just a function of this year that you just remember them all, but so many rolled into the end zone. It was frustrating. So, so, so frustrating. Um, but anyway, I mean, that's kind of, I think he'll be punting for NFL team. Uh, oh, for sure. For, I just don't know if he'll be year. drafted. I and just don't know if he'll be drafted. Michael Dixon, by the way, is a, the Texas punter that I was, uh, trying to think about. So he's I, having a good career for the Seahawks so far. I think with, um, Venables recruiting and Sarkeesian recruiting, you're going to see, uh, if it's, if, if, if recruiting classes are any indication, I think we're going to see an uptick in, in, in draftable players over the next three or four years. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think what this staff has shown, at least from a Texas standpoint, is that they're able to develop players. Like we, I've seen players get better from one year to the next, whereas under the last few staffs, I just didn't see it. You didn't see that. You saw guys who came in, maybe played well as a freshman, and they never elevated from that uh from that point, like Caden Stearns was kind of like that. Remember that? He was first yeah. team all Big 12. Yep. And then he did have some injuries, right? But the staff was never able to really elevate him. And now he goes to the NFL and he's a starter for the Broncos, you know? So, but with this staff, I think you're seeing it. Guys are starting to develop. Guys who maybe under the previous staff weren't very good. And then now they have worked their way into being draftable guys. So, I don't think at six and seven, Oklahoma fan even wants to talk about development. From like that, they saw development from anybody just because the team was so bad. You know what I mean? It's just hard to wrap yeah. our heads around. Well, when you because, look at it, right? They were players that improved maybe individually from like maybe like a Danny Stutzman, right? I thought he flashed some as a freshman, and I thought he was really good for you guys last year. The other linebacker was a David. I can't pronounce his last name. Aguabu transferred. Aguabu. Yeah, I mean, he had a great season, and I don't think he was a good player at all. Up until this point, yeah. And for him to be the starter and have a you know close to a hundred tackles, that's an example of a, a guy. Um, 
developed well, with this time. I, you know, Gray looked better. Gray developed. He had a better year. I, I think, think that's fair to say. I think, I think that's fair be, to say. I think he's going to be a good running back in the NFL, too. I think he's yeah. a tough runner, and he can catch the ball. He's kind of like a poor man's Alvin Kamara. Uh well wow that if if he could even yeah if he could even sniff that Kamara's fantastic isn't he from a, um, a skill set standpoint you know yeah. I'm not saying he's going to be you know Alvin Kamara's a rookie but and remember Alvin Kamara was a third round pick it's not like he was drafted in the first round right he wasn't Alvin Kam- Alvin Kamara until he got to the Saints yeah he had those traits but yeah I mean he came out of Tennessee transferred from Alabama oh, well maybe he gets drafted by the Broncos and Sean Payton can make him the next one you know. There you go. Um, before we jump into basketball, uh, we need to give a shout out, Kevin, to our sponsor, Brown O'Haver. Brown O'Haver, I work for Brown O'Haver. Kevin works for Brown O'Haver. We are public insurance adjusters. We work for the insured, not the insurance company. So if you've had a loss to your business or home, you know, due to fire, wind, tornado, vandalism, flood, water leak, whatever the case may be, you give Brown O'Hare a call and we adjust the claim for you, not the insurance company. We get you paid more money more quickly. Typically, we get our clients 30 to 40% more than they get on their own. And if you know somebody that's had a loss or you've had a loss, you give us a call, 405-735-5510. We will look at your claim. There is a no obligation if you call and you don't get paid or we don't get paid unless you get paid. So give us a call, 405-735-5510. Kevin, the Texas Longhorn basketball team is 19-5, and 8-3 and in conference, first in the Big 12. Um, You just had a loss to Kansas. I hate Kansas. I hate watching Kansas. I hate (laughs) Kansas with all my heart. Yet, in some ways, I was still rooting for Kansas because they were playing you guys. But I don't know. It. My daughters I asked that. who I. My daughters asked who I was going for, and I was like, "Can they both lose?" But at the same time, all that to be said, Rodney Terry's doing a pretty good job coaching you guys. They just doubled his salary this year from five hundred k to one point two million because he's handling head coaching duties. Up next is West Virginia. Y'all still have a shot at a number one seed. Uh, what do you think so far about this season and, uh, how do you think you're going to finish out? Well, man, it's been a crazy season, right? Started off great. Then the whole Chris Beard thing happens. He gets fired. And I thought the season was going to fall apart. I thought players would, you know, opt out, sit the rest of the season out, maybe transfer. But I give credit to the players, man, for just sticking with it, giving coach Terry a chance and, you know, just stand the course. I, Like I said, I thought the season was going to completely collapse. And I think they've been even better than they were in the first few games under Beard. So it's crazy to see. um, Like I said, I'm really proud of the players. And I think they end up with a number two seed, maybe a three. I don't think they get a one, personally. If they win the Big 12? If they win the Big 12 regular season, you don't think they get a one seed? I mean, the toughest toughest conference in basketball. It's so hard for me to imagine. It's just hard for me to imagine a Texas basketball team with the number one seed. It is not you know hard. I mean? it, it. No, so. it's not hard. 19 and five, eight and three. Uh, how many games do they have left? Seven. Um, yeah. Dude, no, it's not hard. It's not hard for me to imagine it because even if they go, if, if they go six and one and get to 14 and four in conference, 
and win 25 games, they're going to be a number one seed, man. It's just, it's going to happen. I, I think that'd be 20, 25 and six would be their record if they go six and one. And I don't think that's unreasonable. Well, they've got, okay, they've got West Virginia. Right, if you want to break down the schedule. Win. In Austin. Win. That's on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Then they got at Texas Tech. Win. On Monday. Now, I know tech is horrible, but you know what the atmosphere is. Hold on. You know what that atmosphere is going to be like. Right, so it's not going to be an easy game. I think they should do you, win. Do you they think the student? You think the student section will all have Chris Beard masks on? You know, I, I wouldn't put it past them. It's, they're a it's they're a horrible. That's a horrible student yeah. section. Yeah, we've all, all right. we've all been there. I've never been okay. to a basketball game there. But we're at we're at two we're at two and zero oh. next. Two and zero. Oh. Okay, uh, Oklahoma and Austin. Win your boys. Okay, win for Texas. Iowa State. Okay. Win. And Austin. Win. Now, this one, these last three are, are, are tricky. At okay. Baylor. Listen, oh, you just gave Baylor a hard time uh, last night. Um, I That's at Baylor? It's, yeah, it's in Waco. Win for Texas. Texas did beat them in Austin recently. Very close game, though. Win for Texas. They beat them 76-71. Okay, then at TCU. Win. And then they close out the season at home against the Kansas Jayhawks. I mean, here's the deal. I, I here, all those last three games, they'll go two and one. I don't know who they'll lose to, but they'll go two mm-hmm. and one. So I, I, dude, listen. I think you win the Big Twelve. I, you look I at that so. schedule. You look at that schedule. And what you have left, the way the team is playing right now, they seem to be playing better, not worse. They're getting better. I, break down the schedule. It, it pains me to say that you're going to be the number one seed in the Big Twelve tournament. And if you, but if you win the regular season Big Twelve and go twenty five and six, you are a number one seed. I just, there's no who are they, who else are they going to give it to. That's true. That's true. So, I don't know. I'll there's take it, every, just you know, it's it's hard to react to success because it's just been a while since we've had any really on any well football or basketball. On so. the other side, on the other side of the basketball boomer bebo coin is the Oklahoma Sooners, and guess what? I don't have to react to success, Kevin. I can react to abject failure. Failure since our biggest win in probably the last four or five years to Alabama. The last time we had this podcast, um, we've rattled off three straight losses to Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Baylor, and oh, don't worry. Only up next on Saturday are the Kansas Jayhawks, who will probably absolutely destroy us. Um, there's rumors of our coach leaving for Notre Dame already. Which some really people are, I hadn't heard that. Oh, you haven't heard that? Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, it, mutual interest has been expressed between Notre Dame and Porter Mosier. Oh, and, mutual interest. And some people are like, "Oh, well, it's going to be a Lincoln Riley." I don't think it's not even the same thing. I can't stand Lincoln no. Riley, but Lincoln Riley got us to three playoffs, had two Heisman winners and a Heisman runner-up, and won the won the conference four years. So, no, it's not the same thing. Porter Mosier, no, the best no, he's done is get fun. us into – he got us in the NIT last year and beat Bama this year, and that's it. That's all we've accomplished under Porter Mosier. So I, I don't want to, like, upend it or say that I don't think he's the guy or anything, but I don't care if he goes to Notre Dame or not is my point. It's like not – whatever. Well, I mean, we're we're terrible, Kevin. We're terrible. I don't care how good the Big 12 is. Two and nine in conference, is it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Yeah, that shouldn't happen, man. You, you've got – a good enough team 
to be at least in the middle of the pack in this conference, right? And my, my thing is, who were those guys that were out there last night playing well? Uh, yeah. Where did uh, they come from? Bamasil and Owe. And that's exactly right. They are averaging like less than five minutes a game, and he rolls them out there, and we are instantly more athletic. If, if you wanted to describe what was wrong with Oklahoma up to this point in Big 12 play, it's our jarring lack of athleticism, okay? He rolled those two guys out, and automatically we, were, we looked more athletic. I love the feel-good story of Bijan Cortez, but that guy does not – he's not a Big 12 basketball player, right? He should not be a, a, a contributing member of a Big 12 basketball team because he's just not that good. I love the story. I'm excited that he's earned the minutes, except that the fact is he's earned those minutes and he's it's not very good. Does that make sense? Yeah. These listen, I've watched a few this year. I'm watching last night. I'm like, who are these guys? Yeah. Well, and these guys look really good. And I'm just like, are they are they just off the injury list or suspend? You know, coming back from a suspension, they look really good. Yeah, the problem is when you see something like that, you're you're immediately your immediate question is where have they been? Why haven't they been played? A and B. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know what B is. Why haven't they been playing? And why why can't we perform better in conference? You listen, Texas is the sky's the limit for you guys, and I think it's going to be a great story depending on how far y'all can run with um with this coach. I, I just I don't know. I never liked Chris Beard, and so there's just something endearing about this coach picking it up. As far as Oklahoma goes, it's just been a failure of a season, and it sucks. It absolutely sucks. And um, I don't know. Soft, softball can't get here fast enough, Kevin. Softball cannot get here fast enough. Is that this weekend? Yeah, I think it's tomorrow. Maybe tonight. Man, we might. We might have win the night again, right? I mean, oh, dude, we're so good. Who's, who's beating that team? I mean, Texas was pretty good to get to the final last year. They just they just had no chance, man. Oh uh, no, man, we're so good, and um, yeah, we played basically Duke. Alabama. We played Duke tonight. We could, we're playing them right now. We are playing them as we as we tape. We are playing Duke, who's a top sixteen team. Oh, top sixteen team matter. in the country, and then that's followed up by Liberty tonight. So we got two games tonight. Listen. The other thing about OU softball is their schedule's loaded, dude. Not not to mention everything they'll play in the Big 12, but they play UCLA. They play a number of SEC teams, Florida State. So they're not shying away from any competition. It, they are going to be fully tested by the time they get back to the play uh, to the College World Series. Um, but unlike basketball, it's just been a disaster. Kevin, great show, man. Um, sorry you had to claim Kevin Durant from – Texas. Oh we, um, no! The, please don't apologize for that. I know how you I feel. Him all the way. That doesn't. He is yeah. that guy. Top fifteen player of all time. Mm-mm. No, top fifteen douche of all time. <laughs> uh, but dude, I think this Super Bowl is going to be fun. Um, I think Texas is on the upswing for basketball. I think you get a number one seed. We will uh, let's put together a show here in the next couple weeks and see where we're at. Sound good? Sounds good, man. All right, dude. Have a good evening. Boomer. Welcome.